This article is sponsored by Cetera, makers of Checkmate and Puffer. Trust America's number one brand of pheromone mating disruption for lower pest damage. Nutrient tie-up and overload. Over-applying nutrients and soil amendments is a common grower mistake by Rich Kreps, CCA, SSP, contributing writer. I have some food for thought. It actually has to do with food for trees, eventually. I've mentioned many times in my articles to make sure you're trying to balance your nutrition. That becomes abundantly harder when we over-apply specific nutrients. I was trying to help my wife bake a loaf of banana bread, and it wouldn't rise. I'm a mad scientist in the kitchen as well as in the field. But in the kitchen, I try to emulate Emerald Lagasse. A pinch of this, a dash of that, a splash of those, and bam! Kick it up a notch! But in baking, much like in soils, recipes should be followed. Our banana bread still didn't rise. After sleuthing to find what I'm sure I botched in the recipe, we realized I had added two cups of sugar. After she'd already added the same two cups of sugar. Not only did it not rise, it caramelized nicely into a delicious, albite, not very nutritious, molten batter. Unfortunately, it is in my humble opinion we do the same with overapplying nutrients and amendments in our soils. Uptake and applications. Let's look at nitrogen. Many of my new clients have nutrient budgets that have stayed the same for years. 200 units of nitrogen, 250 units of nitrogen, 300 units of nitrogen. Oftentimes it seems it is more in relation to the hopeful yield and not to the expected yield based on what Mother Nature and the trees show us early on. In correlation, there needs to be a balance with the other nutrients. It would be great if we could get 10% of our nitrogen levels in our phosphorus uptake. 80% of our nitrogen levels in potassium uptake, 100% of our nitrogen levels in our calcium uptake, etc. Of course, those numbers can be tweaked a bit based on soil types, yields, and tissue levels, but a plan should be in place. It is not what you put on your trees that's important as what you get into your trees. Let's break this down a little further. Suppose you are a 200 unit of nitrogen farmer. At 10%, you need 20 units of phosphorus. If you apply 10 gallons, 10, 34, 0, at 11 pounds per gallon, that would seem to be a little more than 37 pounds of phosphorus. But remember, that's measured as P2O5, so multiply that number by 0.44. That gives you 16.4 units of phosphorus. Not enough. And if you apply that in the spring when it takes 60 days for the polyphosphate form in that fertilizer, 70% polyphosphate, to break down at those temperatures, it is too late to get into those springtime energy deficient trees when they need it. When we realize this in May and shoot on 12 gallons, 020, we add another 11 plus units of phosphorus all at once. A tree can't take in 50% of the phosphorus it needs in one fertigation event. As the soil dries down and rewets, the extra phosphorus combines with extra calcium in the ground and forms plaster. We just lost two nutrients we need throughout the season and wonder why our soils seal up in summer. Now, just for giggles, change your nitrogen inputs to 250 or 300. How much extra would you need to apply to make it balanced? Then calculate the efficiency factors of inferior or less clean nutrition products. Let's take another nutrient, calcium. In a very insoluble form, such as gypsum, 2 gallons per liter at 72 degrees Fahrenheit, we can over-apply that very quickly. And that solubility in the lab and not on your soil with your well water. At 23% calcium, a 2-ton application is 920 pounds of calcium. 
If you need 100% of your nitrogen demand in calcium, that's 200 pounds. You just applied an extra 720 pounds and not in a soluble form. Take this a step further. Let's say you have 2,000 ppm calcium in your soil based on your test. That's 4,000 pounds per 6 inches of soil, or 16,000 pounds in 2 feet. And that's not the absolute number, that's just what came off in the current acetate extraction test. I postulate calcium is not the issue, rather it's soluble calcium that matters. It has to be soluble to get into a tree and kick sodium off the soil colloid. Now add that extra polyphosphate in the wet, cold spring and tie up more of it. Now look at sulfate of potash, SOP. SOP is only 7% soluble. A good form of it will be as high as 50% potassium. So a 400 pound application will be 200 pounds of potassium. Again, it is measured by two potassium ions as K2O. So multiply your fertilizer number by 0.83. That comes out to 166 pounds. That's pretty close to the 80% of the 200 unit nitrogen applications that would fit. But if only 7% is soluble, that's 11.6 soluble pounds. We usually apply it in the fall. If that's when Mother Nature starts to bring the rain, how much of the soluble potassium gets leached out of the ground before we actually need it? Potassium is almost the same size and charge as sodium. Isn't that what we're usually trying to leach out in the winter? Putting most of it out when it doesn't match the nutrient uptake of the tree doesn't make much sense to me. And at a time when we are going to lose a bunch of it below the active feeder root zone is again confusing. Next steps. Now what? Make a plan. Plan to balance your nutrients. Have your CCA do your calculations and devise your formulations. Plan on spoon feeding your crop when it matches the nutrient demand curves. Early nitrogen and phosphorus after root stores are used up. Follow it with a little calcium. Flow into late spring with nitrogen and calcium and add your potassium as nutrient demand increases. Add a little more phosphorus so the tree can make energy. Plan to go upstairs as well as down. Many micronutrients absorb well foliarly. You can also add a soil application of one nutrient that may be antagonistic to another nutrient that you are applying in a spray. Keep a constant supply of nutrients in the water in ratios that match demand. Have a recipe to follow it. Test and retest. Verify with tissues. Keep those trees happy. If you have any questions or feel the need to debate this, I'd love to hear the comments. Email me at rcrepsca at gmail.com. Remember, a little sugar goes a long way. A good recipe will make those yields very sweet. This article is sponsored by Cetera, makers of Checkmate and Puffer. Trust America's number one brand of pheromone mating disruption for lower pest damage.